It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. From Broadcast House in downtown Salt Lake City, KSL News Radio and FM 100.3 are proud to present A City Sidewalk Christmas, starring some of your favorite radio personalities. This show will benefit Quarters for Christmas and was pre recorded while practicing safe social distancing. And now let's turn the time over to our favorite storyteller, Doug Wright. Good evening. This year we thought you could use a little extra Christmas cheer. So tonight, we're bringing you something special. It will take you back to the golden era of radio, when families would tune in their favorite show. So grab some hot chocolate, get cozy, and gather around the glow of your favorite listening device. Have I got a story for you? This Christmas tale is inspired by actual events, and it all begins in a noisy newsroom where one very frustrated reporter is trying unsuccessfully to get out of an assignment. Please, Ben, can't you give me another assignment? I'd rather stand out in a blizzard just to show people what a lot of snow looks like. I'd even do another election story. Seriously? You would? Okay, no. But I've already done so many homeless stories this year, and even though I know it's an important issue, I'm out of ideas. Well, you got one day to turn a story. City council's going to be voting on the location for the new shelter. Jackson's going to handle that angle. What we need is a sidebar piece. So start digging. Jeez, so much time. Thanks a lot. I'm on it. Oh, and make sure it's highly promotable for the 10 o'clock. Would you like fries with that as well? Sure, and lots of ketchup. Take Jared with you. He's our best cameraman, so stop complaining. Kelly, our frustrated reporter, would start digging for a homeless story, but first she needed lunch. So she jumped on the train with Jared and headed down to City Creek Mall. Next station, City Center, First South. I need lunch. A great idea for a story. And uh, a real vacation. I'm, I'm just burned out. The deadlines never end. I'm ready for 2019 to be over. Same here. I can't believe Ben actually let us take a lunch break. No kidding. But I have a feeling 2020 is going to be so much better. It has to be, right? I can't wait to cover the Olympics. And I'm finally going to take a trip to Europe in the spring. That's great. I'm lucky if I get to leave Salt Lake County unless it's for a story. As Kelly and Jared stepped off the train, their ears picked up the beautiful sound of an outdoor Christmas concert rising above the noise of a busy downtown.
downtown during Christmas. I wish I could take a moment to listen to more, but we better get going. Yeah, I'm going to need time to edit, so we need to find your story fast. Just as Kelly and Jared started to walk into City Creek Mall, a couple of guys eating pizza caught Kelly's eye because they were sitting in the middle of the sidewalk, and one of the men looked homeless. The other was wearing a crisp white shirt and tie. She stopped and observed them for a few minutes. I'm being ridiculous stalking these men. We need a story, but I'm not sure a man sharing a pizza with a homeless man is the kind of story Ben expects. Yeah, I agree. Let's get lunch. Then they heard the man in the tie say, Hey, let's get someone to take our picture. I can take your picture. What's the occasion? Hi, I'm Mark, and this is Kyle, uh, my best friend from childhood. You are not going to believe this, but I've been looking for him for 14 years. I just found him when I took a moment to give a sleeping homeless man a dollar and... It was him. Wow. That's incredible. And you're not going to believe this, but I'm a reporter looking for a story about the homeless. Want to share your story? This is definitely a good point to cue more happy Christmas music. Kelly was ecstatic as she and Jared raced back to the station to tell Ben, her editor, that she had found the perfect story. Ben, I found an awesome story. That's great. But did you get lots of ketchup for my fries? Forget about lunch, Ben. I really found the most unbelievable story. But that story was not going to turn out like Kelly expected. We're going to pause for a word from our sponsors, and then we'll continue our special broadcast of A City Sidewalk Christmas, presented by FM 100.3 and KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to A City Sidewalk Christmas, presented by KSL News Radio and FM 100.3. When we left off, 
our reporter Kelly Callahan had just stumbled across a chance reunion between a man and his homeless friend in the middle of downtown Salt Lake City. What do you think of my story, Ben? It's pretty unbelievable. I can't believe you just happened to walk by these guys when they were meeting again for the first time in 14 years. And that picture and the video that you got of them, absolutely great. Let's get it ready for the 10 o'clock. Tonight, how a turn of fate reunited a homeless man with his best friend. This story might make you reconsider the people you pass every day. Ben, the story has gone viral. Dave and the gentleman. Dave, did you hear about the guy who randomly discovered that his best friend was living homeless in the middle of downtown? It's amazing. It really made me think about the homeless people I've walked past and ignored. Everyone needs to be acknowledged. Ben, I've gotten messages about the story from all over the world. So many people are offering to help the homeless friend. Awesome story. I wish them the best of luck. I hope he can return to his family soon. Kathy and Draper. I loved this story. Prayers going up that he can get his life back on track. Vanessa in California. What a moving story. Thank you for sharing this with the world. Ralph in Germany. Kelly, you got to stick with his story because people are going to want to follow up and they're going to want to see his transformation. You got it. Plan on a ratings buster in a few weeks. From job offers to free dental work and even a car, lots of people were eager to help Kyle get off the street. But all of the attention was a bit overwhelming. We return now to Mark and Kyle, who is still living on the street weeks after that story aired. need all this help. I want to get back on my feet on my own. Kyle, it's okay to need help. I've got your resume ready for the job interviews. Uh, I'm, I'm not ready for that. I'm so ashamed of the way I look. Okay, well, let's get your teeth fixed. Hey, do you remember those movies we used to make? Dude, those were so stupid. True, but your car was awesome. 72 Ford LTD. We could fit 10 people in that thing. And remember all those Big Macs we ate on the hood? Yeah, the special sauce ate through the paint. You know, I've still got that old Mustang. I'd love your help fixing it up. That was a great car. Yeah, maybe one day I could come take a look at it. We had so much fun back then. I missed you, Kyle. I missed you too. But I I need more time, and and you can't rush me on this. Mark tried not to rush his friend, but Kelly, the reporter, wasn't quite as patient when she called Mark to find out about Kyle's progress. What do you mean, he's still living on the streets? I don't understand. I think he's lost his confidence, Kelly. He's afraid he's going to relapse and let everybody down. I'm sorry. I know that's not the story you were hoping for. I'm not giving up on him. And I'm not giving up on the story. Maybe he will do another interview with me. But when Kelly found Kyle huddled on the sidewalk in the middle of Main Street, he was not in the mood to talk. Leave me alone, man. I'm done talking to you. 
But I don't understand. So many people want to help you. Why won't you accept the help, Kyle? Do you want to spend the rest of your life out here? I said, leave me alone. Kelly returned to the newsroom extremely disappointed and discouraged. She didn't just care about the story. She cared what happened to Kyle, and it didn't seem like he was ever going to make it off the streets. So, how's your follow-up story coming along about the homeless guy? People are going to be excited to see his makeover. Yeah, about that. Have you ever been stuck in traffic, heading up Little Cottonwood Canyon on a powder day with avalanche control, and then people start yelling and honking at you? That's how it's going. What you're telling me then is you don't have the perfect story that's full of holiday cheer. Not yet, but I still feel like there is a story here that needs to be told. We are going to pause our story for a moment. You're listening to A City Sidewalk Christmas, presented by FM 100.3 and KSL News Radio. We will be right back. Welcome back. We hope you're enjoying our presentation of A City Sidewalk Christmas. When we left off, reporter Kelly Callahan was telling her boss, Ben Wright, that her story about a homeless man might not have a happy ending after all. Ben, I've never seen a better example of friendship. Mark still checks up on Kyle nearly every day. And when he can't find him huddled on the sidewalk, he searches parks, bushes, and abandoned buildings, cold days, snow days. It it doesn't matter. Mark has to make sure his friend is still alive. But I worry one day the weight of it all is going to become too much for Mark. A few days later, Mark spent the morning searching for Kyle with no luck. He called his wife in frustration. What more can I do? I don't know how to help him anymore. I've done everything I can think of and nothing is working. It was then that music from another outdoor Christmas concert began playing.
After the song ended, Mark wiped away his tears. He knew in that moment that no matter what, he would never give up on his friend. But if I can't help him right now, maybe there is something else I can do. And I know a reporter who might be able to help me. I just got a call from the friend of the homeless guy. You won't believe this. He happens to be a composer, and he's putting on a benefit concert to raise money for the homeless. He figures if he can't get his friend off the street right now, maybe he can help others. That guy is a saint. Now there's your story. I thought you might see it that way. We shared a remarkable reunion of boyhood friends in downtown Salt Lake. And when you hear the next chapter of this story, you might ponder just how far you'd be willing to go to save a friend. Kelly After the story aired, Mark's concert sold out and people flooded the comment boards. Bless this man and his friend for trying to help. It would be easy to pass judgment, but we haven't walked in his shoes. Nick and Logan. Addiction is a brutal demon. I hope he still has a chance when he's ready to be done. Mary in Midvale. I lost a sister to addiction. I pray he can break the cycle. Julie in Dallas. Thanks, everyone, for being here tonight and for helping me raise money for the Community in Action program. Uh... As many of you know, my best friend is homeless. Um, People keep asking me why I haven't given up on him. And the reason is simple. I know who he is. I see his potential because I know where he has been. And I know what he can become. What can I give him? Or as I am If I were a shepherd I would bring a lamb If I were a wise man I would do my part Yet what can I give him Give my heart wind made moan Earth stood hard as iron Water like a stone Snow had fallen Snow on snow Snow on snow In the bleak midwinter
I were a wise man, I would do my part. Yet what can I give him? Give my heart. I'd like to play one last song for you. Uh, it's my version of Jingle Bells, and it was inspired by my friend's long journey. I know one day he's going to find his way back home. Listening to A City Sidewalk Christmas, presented by FM 100.3 and KSL News Radio. When we return, a friend's unwavering support finally pays off. far would you go to save a friend? That's the question at the heart of our Christmas tale. In case you are just joining us, we've been sharing the remarkable story of a man reunited with a friend who was living homeless in downtown Salt Lake. A TV station picked up the story, and it went viral. But despite all of the offers of help that poured in, the friend remained homeless. To hear his side of the story, we return to the streets where Kyle continues to live. I, I know it sounds crazy, but I feel safe here. I can't let anyone down. And that day Mark found me, I was so embarrassed. I didn't even want him to see me like that. When we were boys, I was the strong one, the protector. And Mark was kind of a nerd, but no one messed with him because they knew that they would have to face me. But now I have my own monster to battle, and I'm losing. Addiction's hideous, and I've tried so hard to fight back, and I don't think I can do it anymore. Christmas was just a week away, and Kyle knew he'd be spending it on the streets again, despite everything Mark tried to do for him. Walking downtown, he could hear a woman singing on Temple Square. Silent night, Holy infant <laughs> 
to give up. He wanted to see in himself what Mark saw, but he didn't think he had the strength to keep going. He felt so weak. I don't want to die out here alone. Unit responding to the corner of North Temple and Main Street. We've got a non-responsive male patient. Vitals are crashing. The years of addiction and toll of living on the streets had finally proved too much for Kyle's body, but not his spirit. When he woke up in the hospital, there was Mark waiting by his bedside. Well, look who finally woke up. How you feeling, buddy? Mark, I I think I'm finally ready to go home. Will you help me? All you had to do was ask. With Mark's help and the support of his own family, Kyle began to recover. After months in the hospital, he was finally able to go home and quickly became the favorite uncle. And when any family member, friend, or neighbor needed help, Kyle was the first to volunteer. Eventually, he regained enough strength to get a job. You know, Kyle, I think there's a reporter who would very much like to know how you were doing. I think you're right, and I think we could have some fun with that. A couple of days later, Kelly received a call from Mark while she was in the middle of another debate with her editor. Ben, you really want a story about some mysterious virus? But it's Christmas. Sorry, but I have got a feeling that this is going to be a big story. 
Hold on. My phone is ringing. This is Kelly. Hi, Kelly. It's Mark. Are you free right now? I need you to meet me downtown. Has something happened to Kyle? I haven't seen him hanging around down there. Just meet me and I'll explain. Okay. I can get down there in 15 minutes. As Kelly rode the train downtown, she couldn't help but worry. She wondered if her stories maybe put too much pressure on Kyle. I got so caught up in wanting that happy ending, but Kyle wasn't someone in need of an instant makeover. He needed more than that. Next station. As Kelly stepped off the train, she found a crowd gathered around a family of carolers. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive a key. Let every heart prepare Kelly made her way through the crowd and then spotted Mark. He was standing next to another man who looked familiar, but she couldn't quite place him. He was tall, brown hair, fresh haircut, and had really good teeth. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Kyle? Hi, Kelly. It's so good to see you. I think I'm in a much better mood than the last time we met. I can't believe the transformation. When did all of this happen? Kyle got out of the hospital a few months ago, but he wanted to get his strength back before he saw you. And I wanted to apologize. I was pretty rude the last time we met. Kyle, thank you, but I feel like I'm the one who owes you an apology. I I wasn't sure you were ever going to leave the streets. Well, I couldn't give up on him. I've been waiting for over a decade for him to help me fix my car. You helped fix me. I guess I could give you a hand on that ridiculous car. Let's go grab some lunch. Sounds good. But first, we've got to find someone to take our picture. Three people on a city sidewalk, decked out for the holidays. Looking forward to the possibilities of a new year. If you saw them now, you'd never believe the story that brought them together. But hopefully, you'll never forget it. Truly, one of the greatest gifts we can ever receive is a loyal friend. Someone who, instead of judging, lifts our fallen spirits and helps heal our broken hearts. Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot and old lang syne? For old lang syne, my Joe, or old lang syne. We'll take a cup of kindness yet for old Lang Syne. And there's a trusty hand, my friend, now give your hand to mine. I won't be letting you sleep outside while I'm kneeling by your side. The winds may blow and storms may come, a shivering cold tonight. Should old acquaintance be forgot and old lang syne? And there's a trusty hand, my friend, now give your hand to mine.
take a cup of kindness yet for old Lang Syne. What a beautiful song, Auld Lang Syne, a call to remember long-standing friendships. Before we say goodnight, we have the two friends who inspired this program who would like to say something. Hey, I'm Corey Hathaway. And I'm Michael Hansen. So what do you think, Corey? Did they get the story right? It's pretty close. And by the way, you're really good on that piano. Well, you just heard my story. Homelessness can happen to anyone, and it's not always addiction that puts people on the streets. Everyone has their own story, and every person is important. We want to thank everyone at KSL-TV, KSL News Radio, and FM 100 for helping us share our story. There are a few other people we would like to thank as well. First, I wish to thank my mother and all my family for supporting me through all this. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be here. And also, I want to thank you, Mike, and your wife, Vanessa, and Brian Carlson. You are my friends for life, and I appreciate everything you've done for me. To the doctors at Intermountain Medical Center and Utah Valley Hospital. Thank you for doing such a great job keeping me alive. And thanks to Terry and the dentist at Fourth Street Clinic for giving me back my smile. We'd both like to thank Candace Madsen for being there from the beginning and helping us share this story. We've been grateful to have learned how it has inspired others. I want to give a special shout out to Corey's family. They are amazing. I also want to give a special thanks to my wife, Vanessa, and our four children, Max, Addie, Ella, and Coraline, for supporting me through it all. I also have some close friends who were with me every step of the way, especially Brian Carlson, Janae Forsey, Jason Rice, Stephanie Thomas, so many other friends at work, my parents, Bill and Lisa Hansen, my siblings who were always cheering me on, and many friends that knew both Corey and me in our hometown of Payson. Many people left really positive comments online, and I specifically want to thank those people who kept believing that this story could have a positive outcome. And finally, a huge shout out to all of the construction companies in Utah that stepped up and offered Corey jobs, including Derek Rasmussen. We hope this show inspired you to do a little good. Please consider donating to Quarters for Christmas. 100% of the money raised will be used to make sure kids in need stay warm for the winter. Merry Christmas, everyone, and Happy New Year. You've been listening to A City Sidewalk Christmas, presented by FM 100.3, KSL News Radio, and starring Doug Wright, Rebecca Cressman, Ryan Wood, Alex Keery, Rusty Keys, and John Smith. Musical arrangements and panel performance by D. Michael Hansen. Guest performances by Cameron Bybee, Vanessa Hansen, Jamie Kalama Wood, Matthew Sadowski, and Grace Sadowski. This show was written and directed by Candace Madsen, with audio production and mixing by Trent Sell. Special thanks to Cheryl Worsley, Tanya Vea, Stephanie Davis, Sue Kelly, Kevin LaRue, and Ken Fall.
few years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do? in the face of an international disaster decades in the making. That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.